podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everyone. It's Danny Young here on a on a Friday night doing a, a nutter's call in. Thankfully, we've got a couple of the boys on. So we've got Justin, the North Carolina assassin on the call. And we've got head of the Photoshop department, Ryan Deal, calling in from New Zealand. How are we doing, boys? You're good? Well, thank you. Well, thank you. All good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Uh, I'm going to kick it off. We're going to we're going to talk about a couple of things that have obviously been spoken about this week, or certainly at the weekend, coming and uh, a lot a lot going on in the media about these two fights at the minute. And then I want to on the floor is yours to talk about anything you want. So we'll kick off. I want to talk about AJ versus White first. Um, it's, it's interesting looking at the and listening to a lot of the media. Certainly this week, there's lots of uh, differing opinions about this. Um, Anthony Joshua coming off a a, a twelve round decision against uh, Franklin, and likewise White the same as well. Um, neither of them actually put in any any, any kind of performance. Obviously, we're, we're, there was lots of talks, lots of speculation leading up to the. Joshua Franklin fight that Joshua was going to put on a performance and, and he never kind of did. But was that because he had a new trainer, etc.? And then obviously going back to the White Franklin fight, I mean, to be honest with you, it was disgusting that Franklin really didn't get the decision because I, I didn't think it was as close as some people made out. Um, Justin, we'll come to you first. Um, who do you think actually did the better job on Franklin and why? Um, again, it was. I think my opinion was that Franklin should have got a decision against White, but and I and I think I spoke to you just before that on on a Nutter's phone in, and I think we were we weren't really giving Franklin much much chance then, but um, he obviously delivered some kind of performance that night. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you'd have to say Joshua did a better job because I agree with you. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that Franklin won, but it was close. Way closer mm. than you would think it would have been. But like I said, I think that's just because White's shot. And I believe that Joshua's near that level of being shot. Because Franklin, he's he is what he is. He's okay. He does nothing special. He, you know, he doesn't do anything well. He's just a tough guy that can go rounds. And that's all he is. And so, like I said, White just barely got through it. And like you said, some people think he didn't. And Joshua didn't have to do a lot to beat him. I mean, Franklin just kind of come right at him. And Joshua, Joshua did just enough to beat him. And it's like, like I said, because Joshua a few years ago would have knocked him out in the first two, three rounds. He wouldn't have went He wouldn't have went that far with him. But it's I don't think... You say that, Justin, right? Because uh, a recent interview I heard with um, Anthony Joshua, he was talking about, like, he was kind of almost... Um, trying to tell people that he didn't it's not all about going out there and busting people out inside seven rounds sometimes you want to you want to you want to just basically ride it out and and and, and learn your craft <laughs> I, I never sorry, believe that i never believe that, that. yeah i never believe that what a guy says he's like you know that's the bullshit every time i mean, we've all been watching boxing and for years every time you hear that i never believe it I never believe when they're like, oh, yeah, we're happy to get these eight rounds and we wanted to we we wanted to get him 10 or 12 rounds. That's all bullshit. I wasn't I was saying you don't get paid for overtime. You don't get paid to go extra rounds. That's always a bunch of crap. 
when you don't knock a guy out, that's not because you weren't trying and you were trying to get rounds. I've, I've, I've always thought that was the stupidest thing in the world that you would actually send your guy out there and say, we know you can knock him out. We know you can knock him out in the first two rounds, but we really need you to put your body in danger, really get after it for 10 hard rounds and really go out there and chance to get hurt or cut because we would like you to get some rounds in. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I hate when people say that because it's not true. I don't, that In history of boxing, if that's ever happened, I don't believe it has ever happened, but you don't send a guy out there. Like Joshua was not going out there to work on new things. He knows what he's supposed to do. He knows he was supposed to knock Franklin out. He he knew what the deal was. He wasn't supposed to – Eddie Hearn, all the people did not pay him all that money, bring Franklin over for him to work on some technique like and like you said, that's past now. You can't change what you are when you've been going this long. Look over the years. What boxer has come back? Not many have come back and reinvented themselves after twenty or thirty fights. And like all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh man, I didn't know he could do that." Look how incredible he is. That rarely ever happens. I think what Gotti did it for like one fight, where he changed his stuff up, and then like the next fight, he did the exact same thing. It never ha- It just doesn't happen. You don't. It's hard to learn new tricks. That's why changing 50 trainers doesn't really do anything. You are what you are. He didn't want to go rounds. I think he's just gun shy. I think he's scared to get knocked out. I think he's scared to fail. So he just did what he did just to get the win. That's it. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Ryan, obviously I want to come to you and ask you your opinion. Um, I, I'm struggling to, to work out. Um, Obviously, it was an easy fight for Matram to make, bearing in mind that obviously both fighters, uh, well, obviously AJ's got the big DAZN contract. White, uh, White's always going to be in and around it because obviously I think Eddie's in his back pocket at times. Do you think Do you think White should be getting this fight considering his last the last few years he's had? Because we, we go through his record and obviously 2020 was the defeat, the amazing defeat to pick Pavek in. He had the the rematch, and obviously Povetkin had. I think he had COVID issues um, by that point. I think it had affected him, and obviously he got the KO win. Then a knockout from Tyson Fury, and then potentially a loss from Franklin. Should should Joshua have gone for a bit of a better opponent, or do you just think this was the easy fight to make? Therefore, just to, just make it. Yeah, it's probably a combination of bad blood, previous fights. Um, there's not that much on the table, really. If, if yeah, when you get onto it later, but if Fury's going to fight in Garnu, Usyk's going to fight Dubois, then it sort of takes a few pieces off the table. That you know, AJ does he deserve another shot after beating Franklin at a title? No. Same for for White. It's, just, it's almost a British title fight in a way. It's kind of that level. It's kind of they both have to take a step back and. They both need each other, and if they're both gonna go on and get a, a good fight, then they need to win something like this. You know, they need eyes on the eyes on the fight, really, rather than just getting put in as an opponent. Because I mean, do you think do you think they see Dillian White as just an opponent here, with the potential that he's going to end up lying on the deck? Because I think that's that's potentially the way look, the way they're looking at. It. Because they could have gone for potentially a another name that would just fall over in the heavyweight division, but they've gone for Wyatt because of obviously, well, the ticket sold quickly. So, so we must be missing a trick there, right? Yeah. 
well, they've gone quickly. Whether they've gone quickly to willing buyers or they've gone to suburb is yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's up for debate, right? <laughs> I always get a little bit suspicious of these ten-minute sellouts, but uh, yeah, the only other fights you would say for AJ would be Wilder. Like that's an obvious one, but he has to go to America for that. You know, they're not going to bring Wilder to the UK on. Are all roads leading towards a wider fight in Saudi? Is this what this is what we're hearing, right? Oh, I don't know if you're any but any way attached to Anthony Joshua. I don't think you want to see him the other side of the ring from Wilder. He'll get knocked out, hundred percent. I've always thought that. I've always thought he'd just get anywhere between two or three rounds. I think Wilder would get rid of AJ, especially at this point. Yeah, he'd definitely knock him out. Indeed. So, so with that in mind, Justin, like, do you think is is this the right fight for both of them at this time, or do you think they both that they should have gone down other avenues? I don't know because I, I just put it. I almost think Hearn's been a bit ballsy here because, like, he could have built this up again if that makes sense. Because I don't think Franklin against these two in their previous fights has built this up at all maybe they could have dragged this out a bit longer and built it up. I don't know. What, you, what are your thoughts? I think it's not the right fight for Joshua. I think he should be aiming if he's going, I mean, he don't have any fights left. I think he should be aiming for a higher level, but this is the perfect fight for white. What else was he going to do? Hmm. I mean, there's nobody, he's, he had no other, he had no options. I mean, he gets paid again for some reason. I mean, think about how much money this man has made on his, uh, such a limited amount of ability and he's just made a ridiculous amount of money. And like I said, this was his only option. White didn't have many. He's not going to beat any of the top guys. He's not going to be probably not going to beat Joshua. So it's like this was perfect for him. And as Joshua, yeah, he should be aiming for better than this. I mean, he's been here, done this. He's already done it. He beat White when White was, I guess, technically close to his prime. Now he's going to face a washed up version. It's almost like when Fury fought Chisora again. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, White. Unless he lands some crazy punch, which I guess that's what his hope is, he's not going to win. And as far as building up the fight, for some reason, people, I don't know if, I don't know if y'all are included or not, but people over in the UK apparently love Dylan White or they like him. I don't know. They, they keep I buying his pay- in that camp. <laughs> yeah. They keep buying his paper. They keep putting him out there and people keep going. So I guess they don't have to worry about building it up because Joshua and White, I'm sure it'll do okay. I'm sure it won't do as good as of like a couple years ago, because like you said, they both lost and, but it's still going to do okay. It still makes some kind of money and it's still a fight where Joshua is supposed to win. And so Hearn can keep using him, can keep dragging his body out there for another fight. If he beats white, they'll play that off and then they'll, yeah, they'll come up with some, but eventually Hearn's going to cash him in one more time. That's what he's, that's what the hope is. He's going to hope that he knocks out white or at least beats him. And that he can cash him out. I don't know. Like I said, he's, his hope is, yes, that he can go to Saudi Arabia, cash him out versus Wilder or Fury. That's the dream. And then if he loses, well, screw it. Look how much money I made off of him. I'll move on, and he'll just retire. That's that's what they're hoping. And, yes, like I said, Wilder, that's – we've already seen Wilder's got a good chin. Yes, he get, he might get wobbled, but it takes a lot to put him down. Joshua does – I don't think Joshua's ever had the one – hit or quitter power like that one shot you know it, 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 it takes a few a little while and he's not going to knock out wilder 
So, and we know Wilder can knock him out. So that's for this. That's a simple fight for me. Like I said, I think Ryan was right. I think a few rounds, hell, maybe the first round. If Wilder lands once, it's over. That's it. So, and Joshua can't stay away long enough not to get hit. So, who that fight? I don't know. I hope they do do that just to cash him out. But that's what that's what they're leaning towards. Hearn knows he's not. People give him a lot of hell, but he's not stupid. Yeah, he knows what he's like, doing. He knows what he's doing on a lot of these things. Uh, do you know what? And, and, and do you know it brings it brings me to this point, and and it's and it's. Um, I don't like to talk about people's kind of um, mental state, but I've got I've got serious concerns about Anthony Joshua and his mental state. Um, bearing in mind, I think that Hearn's got to be to blame for some of the reason why he is where he is and how he's fought up to this point recently, you know, in recent years, the, and I, but both of you chime in as and when you feel free, but I just think that like, you know, I mean, I was there the night that Joshua fought um, Charles Martin for the IBF. Right. And the the big kind of celebrations and the over jumping around and all that and I was looking even then and thinking to myself Jesus Christ let's not get let's not get carried away now like I just think I just worry for Anthony Joshua because he can't like he's had too many hype men around him and I think now he's got to that point where he's so worried like it's almost like the complete opposite like he's been hyped up so much that the that the the first defeat he had against Ruiz was such a like oh shit like it was like you know um I can't I can't, I can't forget the words to describe it but it was like oh, oh like that that shouldn't have happened and then the hype jobs get behind him again and then it's back to like no you're good you're really good blah 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 and then Usyk comes along and destroys him in two fight well not destroys him destroys him in one fight I suppose you can give him a little bit more credit for the for the um for the repeat but um but yeah I, I mean I, I'm seeing some real mental fragility there and, I, and I'm concerned that unless he you know unless he comes out and actually puts on a performance this time and I'm giving him this time this is it now because you know Franklin aside if you can't do it you can't pull out a performance against what uh, against White then when can you because I, I, I as you allude to I'd be I'd have serious concerns if he was going to go in the ring with Wilder and 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 feel like he's got a chance there because yeah for me I think I think it's um I think all these hype men have have really have really paid paid uh paid the price any thoughts I I kind of I go the other way I think if you kept the microphone out of Anthony Joshua's mouth for the last two or three fights we'd We'd all be thinking like he's actually improved because in the second music fight, that was a way better performance from the first. And he, he I'd say, definitely, I think it was around nine or ten, he hurt Usyk, and he definitely hurt him to the body late in that fight. So to say that, yeah, Ryan, like, you say that. You or, say that right? there's a quit in him. You say that, Ryan, right? But let me, let me, let me, let me obviously challenge that, right? Joshua again. If I go by all the hype, people was was the KO king coming up through, you know, knocking, blasting everyone out. Yeah, he for me in it certainly in the Ruiz rematch and the two Usyk fights, very gun shy. Like, and and it was almost like he can't. He was too worried about what was coming back. So 
I can't really approve on the foot on on the on the idea that he's in, that he's you know fought better or improved when he's kind of very standoffish and you know trying to he looks awkward trying to box off the jab you know when when really he should be doing you know straight left and rights and and trying to find people's chins is that fair yeah, it's fair, but I, that's his, his route to victory, I would say, because he obviously started boxing late and he, he's well-schooled technically. He's got the, the punches look fine, but it, it maybe doesn't blend as well. as If you if you put him off as a Usyk, who does it in his sleep, who, who moves so fluidly, then he will look more of a bite. And again, mm-hmm. against Frank, Franklin has that awkward style where he tucks up and he throws counter flurries and he's got quick hands but no power. So he's one of those guys where you, you have to fight him from the outside and you can beat him easily that way if you're if you've got the reach and you've got the power, keep him on the end of a one two. But as soon as you start trading with a guy like that, he's similar to Andy Ruiz in a way. So that's probably why he fought that way. Because that's how you give guys like that an an in to the fight. If you if you get a foothold and if you trade with him on the inside, then that's when the left foots and the, the overhand right start landing on the temple. So I don't blame them for that. I, I probably blame Eddie for, well, whether Eddie was the matchmaker involved. I, I, they shouldn't have put him in the mm. Frank Road. It should have been, should have been like, like that got, I was saying, the, uh, the guy fought for the European title against Cavallo. He's the perfect opponent because he's big, he's slick, he's, he's got all the moves, but he will get knocked out in two rounds. So that's the sort of guy they should have been looking to get him in with. Somebody's yeah. better name record but was going to get knocked out so yeah justin just last thing on last thing on this fight before we move on just uh a good friend spencer oliver <laughs> bless his heart i mean jesus christ i mean he's a, you're you're lucky in the states because he's all over boxing media in in this country <laughs> and his opinions are are whack to say the least honestly they are terrible but um he was he was giving it this week that uh, Anthony Joshua was brave for taking this fight. Um, <laughs> I, again, I, I'm just going to say it as it is. I think these two are both are two washed fighters. Um, I think if White wins, it's it's almost going to be Povetkin levels. You know what I mean? Like a, a one off kind of like flash in the pan kind of win. Um, if AJ wins, I think it's um, it's it's the Wilder fight and then retirement because I think he'll get sent into retirement. Um, do you think? Do you think this is a brave fight? And and no, where do you no, no. no. You, you heard what I said. It's not a brave fight. I, th- I think he was paid to say that it was a brave fight because that'll get people like trying to get you know Spencer Oliver don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's the way to push the pay per views. People are thinking, oh, you know, this is, I can't believe he would take this fight. No, I think I agree with you. Unless White lands a crazy shot, but on the other hand, if White did win, that's a lot more money for them. Like you know, that, you know, that would probably get people thinking. Hearn probably wouldn't actually mind. Honestly, he probably well, wouldn't be a rematch clause. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm saying he probably wouldn't care uh, in the end because he would still make a good chunk of money, and then what Joshua would fight him again. People, he could probably charge more for the pay per view. More people would probably watch it. I mean, I wouldn't care, but most people, a lot of people would, and then he still would have the Wilder fight. I don't think that fights everywhere. I think Wilder. Would fight Joshua if he lost six times, or I think he just wants to knock him out. I don't think I don't think Wilder really cares about. Oh well, Joshua hadn't won and this and that. I don't think he cares. I think Wilder 
has shown he'll fight anybody. I don't think he cares about that. Oh, he'll fight him. If he wants to fight, he'll fight. I don't care if he lost to White. So that fight is still always going to be there now, three years from now. It don't matter. Nobody ever has to worry about that happening. And I guess that's the good thing about White is he's shown. I mean, if you're, I mean, Wilder, I mean, he has shown he don't care. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll stop and say, no, I don't want to fight that guy or let's do this. Everybody else has come up and tried to throw roadblocks up, but I think he's the only one left that him and Usyk, I think they're only two left that don't really care. So no, I don't think that's going, that would stop that fight, but no, he's not brave. Brave would be coming over here and fighting Wilder and like Birmingham where Wilder's from. That's brave. Uh, Brave would be like, you know what? Let's do 50, 50. I'll take 40% and let, you know, I'll fight. Let Fury have all the money. Let him have 80%. I don't care. I know I can beat him. That's brave. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, just brave would be even just, I mean, he, I wouldn't even consider it brave, but like, cause Hergovich sucks, but that would be like, okay, well, at least he wants to fight somebody different, challenge an undefeated guy. I mean, that's, yeah, you know what? I was just going to, that would be that. brave. That would be brave trying to go, like, you know, this guy sucks. I think Hergovich sucks. And Josh would be like, I think he sucks. I'm going to show him. I want to beat him. Shut yeah. him up because he keeps saying, well, I deserve this shot. I've been waiting for my shot. Well, Take him out of the equation. Instead, you're going to fight some guy that you knocked out that sucks, that way past it. That's not brave. That's just safe. Let's just make some money. Let's screw some idiots that at a pan pay per view mm. and then move on. That's, yeah, definitely not brave. I suppose this just a, a segue into someone we've mentioned there a couple of times. Obviously, uh, Wilder is, is, I'm assuming he's waiting on this fight with Andy Ruiz. Um, I haven't seen any signs that that's a, that's a goer yet. So, I mean, if Wilder doesn't get any any kind of uh, any kind of a warm up soon, yeah, to be honest with you, there'll be there'll be no concern, right, Ryan? Like you'd expect Wilder, if 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 Anthony Joshua comes through this, you'd expect Wilder to be to be just just too good for Anthony Joshua, right? Yeah, he's he's still got that that dog in him, as as they say over. In America, he's, he's when he gets in that ring, he just wants to knock you out. There's not there's not anything else in his mind. So I think as soon as you come up against a guy like that, you either got to have everything that Fury has, or if there's any kind of weakness or any kind of flaw, at some point Wilder will find it. Mm, agreed, agreed. So hey, you can can you imagine? You remember all the slow motion camera stuff when he hit fury and all the fat was just jiggling. Can you imagine when, can you imagine when he hits Ruiz, the shots of that slow motion? God, that's going to be, that's going to be funny to watch. Cause I mean, he, I mean, I, I think I want to see that fight because I think Ruiz will, Ruiz will give him a fight, but then he's going to get knocked out spectacularly. And that's why you watch Wilder fights. Cause you know, either now he, either he's going to get stopped or he is just going to knock the other person cold but yeah that's i was just thinking about that the slow motion of ruiz like his whole body just because fury comes in the ring chunky but he's like in 12 times better shape than ruiz so yeah would that uh, would that call it would that cause a tidal wave in the states god it might make the ring <laughs> i don't know that that's good that'd be cool that'd be cool to watch that, that that's why you that's why you want to watch the fights to see the slow motion fat just move oh dear anyway right um, actually, before we before we jump off, uh, I know it's a little a little way away yet, but uh, your production prediction, Ryan, will come to you first. Uh, AJ versus White prediction. 
I'll go. I think it will go to points. I think it will peter out towards the end. I think both guys will have made their money, and neither guy will want to get knocked out for a lopsided AJ points win. Yep. Uh, Justin, I agree. Points. points. Joshua, Joshua, with his new style, he's got. He's not going to take any chances, and White. It's not going to take any chances. So, yeah, it'll just be a really terrible fight. I'm going to stick my neck out uh, only because of Derek James. I know Joshua that's his trainer now. Um, I'm going to I'm going to hope and pray that Derek James has said to him, be the beast he used to be. Uh, I'm going to go for a eighth round knockout. There you go. Right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, is it a farce? Is it not? Uh should we be excited? Should we be pissed off? Fury versus Ngannou. Um, I don't know. It's it's a funny one, this one. Um, Ryan, we'll come to you first. Is it any any credibility to this fight whatsoever? No, not at all. It's heavyweight champion of the world fighting zero and zero in... UFC fighter or MMA fighter, it's, it's, it's just pisses me off. Do you watch and UFC, worst, Ryan? I'm not particularly. I, I watch the odds. You know when there's like a really big fight and the, the the knockout gets leaked on YouTube and it's like a quarter of the screen. That's about as much UFC as I watch. Right. It's uh yeah, it's not for me. It's just, it is for what it is. But um, striking is completely different. Like. How you set your feet up, the angles of the, sh- the shots. So I, cu- I couldn't see a unless they're actually a trained boxer. How a UFC or MMA fighter would translate well into the boxing ring. Bigger gloves, different stance, completely different movement. You know what you have to look out for, and so he is a big dude. This Nandani, he does hit hard, but there's a difference between throwing a shot with four ounce glove while somebody's looking for you your kicks and your takedowns rather than you both just throwing hands it's I don't know if you'll find that shot on Fury but you never know you never is know is that what sorry I'm not, I'm not that's why we love the sport Jim <laughs> I'm I'm not a I'm not a UFC person at all like again I'm like you I, if I if I hear a big fight and there's been a dramatic KO like I might have a look at the highlight or something like that so what they're they're boxing with what they're wearing on their hands. Any ideas? It's either four or five ounce glove. It's uh, yeah, it's a little it's a little thin glove. Yeah, it looks like a looks like a hand like you had your hands wrapped. It's, it's just like really a it's like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just, it, it, does, yeah. it cuts off before the knuckles, right? Or yeah, yeah, that's like, pretty much all it is. Just the a knuckle protection. It's it's barely anything there. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose wearing and he's going to be wearing what eight ounce. Well, you don't know, do you? To be honest, if you're oh. almost like an exhibition, so could it's be funny anything, though. Right? A guy, I mean, he's a big guy, but Fury's huge. Mm. He's free. He's still not even close to as big as Fury is. And this is just—I don't know. Fury, I think he's—I think he's pretty much come out taking this fight and showing everybody he's played his cards. Now, I don't want to fight anybody tough right now. I don't really want to take anything serious. I just want to kind of play the character I've been playing. And just take an easy fight for a lot of money. Hey, I, I can't blame him. I mean, I think from what I heard or read, they're paying him a lot of money to knock out this guy, basically. Because Ngannou is, he's a, 
I mean, I don't follow MMA, but I know for a fact, I'm pretty sure he's not like a superstar. He's not like the best. It'd be different if he was like Fury was fighting the best ever MMA heavyweight versus the one of the top. It's not that. He's not like. Well, you say that. You say that. I, I've done a little, a, a tad of research on Nganu, and I see that a lot of his KOs have come from strikes, actually, you know, from, when, from a lot of punches. And so, heavyweight, and heavyweight, that's. In heavyweight MMA, I know for one thing, majority of their knockouts are strikes. They don't do a lot oh, really? of they don't no, do a lot no of ground work. No, yeah, they don't do as much as the lower weight divisions do. It's more, it's a lot more stand up than the lower weight divisions. But like we said, this is that's why there's two different sports. If Fury went and fought him in MMA, he would beat the hell out of Fury. If him coming over here, that's the way it always works. You can never compare the two. It doesn't prove who the better man is. It doesn't prove MMA is better than boxing or vice versa. They're completely different things. They're just different. They're different. That's why you can't take – it's just they're different. And so this is just a sideshow, and this is what Fury is now. He loves this stuff. This is him. This sideshow has him written all over it. He loves being you know, the ringmaster. This is what he wanted. This is going to be his time to shine because Nganu, he's not going to be able to talk him. Fury's going to have the spotlight. He's going to do his thing, and that's it. It's just the – I don't know why they're doing it, but, hey, let everybody else fight. If Fury wants to do that, I, only thing I say is what bugs me is if you're going to go off, not fight for a year, take stupid fights like this, you should give your belts up. You shouldn't. You shouldn't keep them. You shouldn't. You, if you're going to do stupid things and say I'm taking it, I hadn't fought in this long. I'm going to go fight MMA guys. You should be like, maybe put me in champion in recess or something. I don't think you should just say, let me do what I want to for two, like Charlo for a couple of years, and then here take them. Let everybody else just sit while I do my own stupid thing. Because this Ngannou is going to build up. Then after the Ngannou, God knows how long Fury will take after this fight before he comes back again. So you're looking at two years plus before his titles even get fought for by the time all this is done. I just can't stand that. It's like you should, if you're going to do the side shows, you shouldn't be able to hold on to the belts forever. So let me, let me, right. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Right. So Brian, right. So based on what Justin's just said, right. The gad this week has come out and said that really you shouldn't be fighting in Ghanu. And he should be looked to fighting, right? And I'll give you the two opponents he mentioned, right? On, on this was on radio, on uh, on the uh, British radio. He said that maybe he should have either been fighting Frank Sanchez or Mahmoudov, right? <laughs> Bearing in mind that that's the gad giving out his two choices, who's supposed to be a uh, uh, well-respected boxing, uh, well, a member of the well-respected boxing media. Do you blame Fury for taking this fight over those two choices? Oh, if they're, if they're the only two options, then yeah, I blame them. I don't blame them a bit. But when, when you go back to AJ and if it was a brave fight or not, the real brave fight, there's a certain Russian camping out in Armenia, big punch in Murat Gassiev. That's the real, that's the real brave fight. Day, really? That's a, that's a, that's a, <laughs> what, why'd you bring up Marek Gassiev then? Come on, oh, he's, he's champion waiting. Like, he's gonna he's, he's gonna fulfill my prophecy at some point. <laughs> and what, well, he's only what like twenty four. You know, every time he gets younger, every time you hear his name, so he's he's in the <laughs> prime. He's in the prime <laughs> of his career. Gassiev, when I saw Gassiev in um in Latvia for the Usyk fight, he looked about fifty then. 
Oh no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't at that fight. Sorry, where have I seen him? I've seen him live somewhere. Maybe I haven't. Or watched but, him. No, there's... no, it was the. Um, sorry, I'm going to take that all back. It was the uh, the final against Usyk, and he looked. He looked old then. Yeah, he's 29 years. They have him down as 29 years old. There's no, there's no way he's 39 years old, but not 29. Like I said, think about it though. He, if he re- say he legitimately is 29 years old, the kind of many years he should have left the fight, but doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's he doesn't got, do anything. You, I'm telling you right now, he got a passport of Luis Ortiz. <laughs> he's not 29 years old. There's no chance. The, the top, the, I like the top Google headline for him is "What happened to Gassiev." <laughs> oh dear anyway we've got uh we've got we've got another uh guest join the panel here and we've got mr joe kennedy head of the prediction league joe, I thought you, have to, in. you have to fight what's going on guys oh a bit rattly there joe how was it yeah yeah I'm, I'm calling from the office so it might be uh it might be bad let me jump on and off again all right no problem yeah i, I yeah, Gassiev. It's a strange. I don't know why. Why you've brought up that name, Ryan? Honestly, Gassiev for me is obviously we saw that his last outing was that spooky non-punch KO that we're in. Uh, where was that? Was that in Russia? Or was that somewhere else? I can't even bloody remember. Oh, it's Armenia, I think. Armenia. That's right. Yeah. That, yeah, strange. I don't, know, I don't know where he can get a visa to go in, but I can see it now. He's going to go to Turkey. He's going to get a new head of air, and he's going to knock out your man. Who's that? The Turkish heavyweight that everyone seems to line up to fight, but you never see fight. Oh, what the uh, Ga- Demo- Demorizian or not Demorizian? No, uh, the, worse uh, than that. the Turkish fighter. Oh, you know. Who's the boy? Oh, the guy that owns his own boxing gym and fights there. The one that uh, just knocked out. Oh, I just know Firat Arslan. Turkish guy. He got shot. He got shot. He got oh, oh you mean not, not Turkish? Not Turkish. He's um. I'm not Turkish. No. He's uh Char Manuel Char. He's no, like he's, he's like from Lebanon or yeah Yemen or somewhere like that. Yeah, Manuel Char. Charles German. Right? Yeah, he's German. And we'll all be, he'll be in the top five of all the rankings, and no one will want to fight him. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Mahmoud Omarad Char. Oh, yeah, Frank Sanchez isn't getting a, a big fight against anyone anyway. Time he's, he's awful to watch. And, and he's, yeah. was he, well, they always say he's the risk reward. That's like, true. there's no point of fighting him because, like, you don't, you're not going to look good. And if you beat him, nobody cares. All right, come on, let's on the spot then, right? Look, we all know that Fury's taking this for the money, right? There's no, there's, there's no, there's no two ways about it, right? Fury is taking this for the money. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go down the list of of heavyweights that's that you want to see him in with, money no object, yeah. And I'm gonna go around the panel because we've got Joe now that's joined us back, and we've got Dominic who's jumped in. Evening, gents. If Evening. one, I want each of you to pick an opponent for Fury. Right now, if you could, so Justin will go with you first. I think it has to be Usyk. I mean, that's the that's the most obvious. No, right, he... okay, right. Uh, uh, let me right. Usyk not out of the equation. Out, okay, out, not... out, of the, out of the equation because he's already got a fight against Dubois, so it can't be Dubois. It can't be Usyk. 
Uh, and it can't be Wilder and it can't be Ruiz because they're apparently fighting each other. So give oh, me yeah. a name. It would have been Joyce, oh, but it would have been Zhang Joyce. You can't have Joyce either. Yeah, it would have been Joyce t- for till recently. Um, if I had, I guess you would look at it this way. The best, I guess the question would be if he had to fight one of the mandatories, maybe that would. Um, I guess you would figure. I don't know. It's I think, hard, right? for my opinion, it's not a fight people want to see. But I, I just said his name earlier. I would like him to fight like Hergovich just to get him out, just so we don't have to hear about him anymore. Yeah. yeah, just just to like, okay, well, you had your title shot. You don't want to fight anybody. You finally got it. Now move on. Somebody yeah. like that, just maybe just to wipe the slate clean, and we don't have to deal with him anymore. I don't care about Joshua. I mean, who cares? I don't, that's not a fight he's going to. I don't care. Like I said if you take out the big names. Boxing gets kind of weird in heavyweight because there's not a lot of big names after you get past like three or four guys. Mm. There's not a lot of guys. There's nobody that can really beat him once you get past the top one. or I mean, Usyk's probably the only one that can beat him. And after that, it's like there's nothing really left. Maybe that's why he's fighting Ngannou. There's... Isn't it, is it, is it, doesn't it reflect badly on the heavyweight division? When, yes. When, when we think the, cruise, it's like the cruiserweight is the only hope that, that could beat a heavyweight champion. <laughs> It's shocking, Ryan. Let me come to you then. Pick, pick me a name. If you, if you exclude Usyk, uh, Ruiz, Walja, and Dubois, Joyce, and pa- uh, sorry, uh, Joyce and Zhang, who are you picking as an opponent? In the man on the bus, Otto Walin. <laughs> Walin, yeah. Right. We'll, we'll, the, which excellently segues me into Mr. Joe Kennedy, who is a. A good friend of this in Valley. I was going to say, you took my guy, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty long list here. You, you, we're trying to exclude, but um, I think it pretty much sums up who is worthy and not worthy. I think we talked before, before about this current heavyweight uh, landscape not being uh, the strongest when you get down to the, the V's and C's level. So there's a lot of really shit fights. But maybe just for entertainment factor, um, get Huey involved. Maybe either they fight each other or else they do a tag team, they swap every round or something like that. Family feud, eh? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Get, um, yeah, get, get um, Lady Wilder and his brother involved as well. The Marcellus, lesser spotted Marcellus Wilder. Oh, dear. That would be uh, tragic. That would I thought, be tragic. Hey, not interrupt, but I thought about this fight. You know how here he's got the nasty back, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine how bad the fight would be to watch him versus Value You remember how hairy he was? And then you have it'll the back. Be, it'll be a hair and pus fest. No, that's, that's, that crossed my mind. I was going down the road the other day. I don't know why random shit crosses your mind, but that crossed my mind. I was like, man, Harry Fury versus – God, I, I know it's a stupid thing to think about, but if you watch so much boxing, that's random shit that you think about. But, God, that had been just a horrible, horrible anyway, spectacle. Imagine all, that, you imagine all that pus getting caught up in all of all value is hair just sagging there. <laughs> anyway, listen – this is the boxing asylum nutters phone in. We don't talk about who he is, all right? It's, that's that's for another channel. I'm not going to name it. But that's for another channel, right? Dominic, welcome this evening. You okay? Great, Don. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, pal. I'm good. Um, we obviously we're talking about Fury and Garnu at the minute. Um, given that the, the boys have struggled to kind of pluck it, like, seriously pluck another name out, you've you've got to, you've got to kind of. Uh, Again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. You've almost got us to think, you know, if Fury hasn't been able to get those fights, then then really this is the only option he's had, right? Well, um, 
when I was just thinking about the question, the three names that, that popped into my head, that I, given all the names that have been ruled out, um, the three I could think of were Bacoli, Mahmoudov, and Frank Sanchez. Now, if you're talking about an, entertain, an entertaining fight, you'd probably rule out Frank Sanchez because just stylistically, him against Fury... It's a um, fest, right? It's a boar fest, and, and Fury probably just just out of his size, he just outbox him. But it'd be quite, it'd be quite, it was just a, just be put a glass eye to sleep. But I, I wouldn't mind either, either of um, Mahmoudov or um, Bacoli. But the, the thing is, you know, that those, those fights are never going to happen, realistically. Like, Fury's not going to fight someone like, I mean, if he, if he's, if he's being this truculent and, and this sort of intransigent about about fighting Usyk when he when he was given when Usyk conceded a 70-30 split um for for the fight that was supposed to happen back at the end of April if you remember back I know a lot of a lot a lot of waters but under the bridge but if he can't even accept that he's not going to fight someone like Mahmoudov until he uh, unless and until he absolutely <laughs> has to it's just not going to happen and the same with Bacoli I mean it, it's just someone like Bacoli just doesn't do does doesn't do enough. Um, it's just not a, not a recognizable enough name. But um, I, I if, if he if he had fought someone like Mahmoudov, say in in England um, this autumn, um, to to me that would have um, you know that that would have kept some of, that would have kept some of the criticism that he's currently shipping at bay. It would have retrieved. I think it would have. It wouldn't have completely. Um, retrieved is is standing in the eyes of fans, but it would have sort of, um, it would have staunched some of the bleeding, if you will. But, um, I mean, it's just, uh, I, I, I think it's a, it's a complete, uh, it's just a disaster. By the way, Donny, I'm loving that picture of your on your screen of uh, music and uh, oh, man. <laughs> I hear the best photo of the week was that one where he was sort of um, when the guard was interviewing behind him. the guard. I was that was fantastic. His, his sense of humor. Apparently, people say I was reading something earlier this week, um, just about the whole Ukraine war situation actually, and it was just someone saying that you know, the Ukrainian sense of humor is just quite distinctive. It's sort of like d- dark but comic at the same time. You know, it's like quite um, quite quite a distinctive sense of humor they have, and he seems to. He seems to embody it quite. Got, um... He's. I'll tell you what. He is one character, and 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 obviously, I've been fortunate enough to shake the man's hand. Uh, yes, I saw day. that in your. I saw that in your Twitter um, picture just the other day. Yeah. Actually. And uh, do you know what it is? It, it, it's sort of like well, you know what? Just to go on a tangent briefly, like one of my favorite comments, Mr. Bean. You know, just the facial ex- expressions. Yeah. And what what was sort of lose sight of in this world is you know. The, the inability to appreciate someone who can say a lot without and, and be funny without actually saying anything just by yeah. the facial and he he just captures that you know he's, he's do you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna add do you know it was only yesterday i was watching rowan atkinson doing the the uh invisible drum it's honestly <laughs> for anyone that hasn't seen it rowan atkinson doing the invisible invisible drum kit is so funny like the facial expressions is so good. If you've not seen it, have a look. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent there again. Um, Dominic, I know fair play. Like, as I don't know if you missed it earlier, but I mentioned the gad. The gad did say like he'd he'd rather see him in with Sanchez or Mahmoudov. For me, I mean, I think I think neither of them are. If you if you take money out of it, they are. I suppose they are potential opponents. 
but if you took money if you put money into it there's no money behind it not only that i think that mcmoodov and probably frank sanchez are both thinking to themselves if i ride this out long enough I might end up with a belt when they've all fragmented, right? Because it's going to happen at some point, right? So I think that's why you can you can strongly rule the pair of them out as a potential opponent. Um, whether whether you agree or not is 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 a different matter. But uh, yeah, no, no, I think um, that's yeah, that's that's spot on. Just in, in an ideal world, we're talking about. I suppose it's like a question of you know if he was if he was interested in sort of um, if if you if he was interested in sort of you know, keeping on board with a lot of the fans that he's made through all the Wilder fights. You know, he, he would fight someone like a a Mahmoudov. But I I think the bottom line is he just doesn't care. He mm. he's and one of the guys who um you know he's no longer in the others chat. The guy um I'm trying to remember his name. Is it Adam Hughes? I think that's his name. I don't think he's in the chat anymore, but he was sort of saying a while back when he was in the chat that, you know, the whole gypsy mentality is, and he was talking about Fury having been brought up this way, you know, flogging used cars as a kid, that, you know, it's just to get, they're just bartering and dealing. Everything is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a negotiation, is a, you know, and, and it's just about getting the best deal. It's not, he doesn't care about Frank. He doesn't care about Bob Arum. It's just, you know, getting the best deal and the hell without anything else, you know. Um, and I think he has, you know, I think if you read behind the lines of what's going on, Frank's interviews this week when he's talking about the, who, the, 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 the people in Saudi who have brokered this deal for this Ngannou spectacle, um, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's an alternative entity to the skills challenge. It's a sort of different mm. body in Saudi. So basically reading between the lines, what I took from that is that, you know, um, it seems that Fury said Fury, whoever's representing Fury and Fury himself and Frank, they haven't been able to strike a deal with these skills challenge people. Um, they have been asking for something that potentially the skills challenge people weren't prepared to give them, and um, they've gone off. and, and Frank's been saying, if you look at the line, Frank's used, he said, uh, skills challenge is not the only game in town in Saudi. So mm. I, I think if, if you're looking at that, there's a we're not privileged to really we don't have the the information but um it, it looks to me it sounds to me that you know they just can't they haven't I, I imagine fury's asking for 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 stuff for 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 a fee for a price that that they don't want to to, to give but um uh, that, no doubt that would have been the case if Usyk, right he's asking for, a, for he's asking for money that's just not there right and that's the reason why that fight didn't happen because i'm 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 sorry i i'm again my man Usyk, there's no he, he he like honestly I genuinely believe right he would fight for fucking for fuck all if he had to. Yeah, I I I I think um uh I, I definitely think he he wants to fight and and it's I think with Fury uh, uh actually not that it, not that I want to sort of praise Porky too much I know you're in a quiet You don't talk about Porky. No, I'm joking. He, he said something. <laughs> He did say something about about a month ago when he was talking about this situation, which I thought, to give him his due, I thought was on the money. He said he, he just thought that Fury wasn't wasn't afraid of Usyk as a as a fighter, but he's afraid of losing. And the same way that I think for years Amir Khan was afraid of losing to Kale Brook and and having uh, another British fighter being able to say that no, you're not the premier welterweight in this country. Um, and all the damage that would have done to Amir's image. And I think with Fury, 
you know, there's a lot of talk. He's got this Netflix series coming out in a few weeks' time. And if he had fought Usyk at the end of April and conceivably lost or, you know, won a very, very contested decision, it would have taken some of the shine off this series that's coming out. It would have been not the series of, like, like the heavyweight champion, which most people still see him as, but um, it would have been seen as, like, the series of someone who... Um, you know, there's a pall of 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 doubt and uncertainty over that status and reputation. So, mm. um, I I think um, yeah, he 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 will t- he, he would probably take the fight, but he he's not going to take it unless he gets the 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 price that, that he wants. And I think that the other the, the, the dynamic as well with this skills challenge people is that they seem to be very. Uh, have a very good working relationship with AJ. They've done two of AJ's fights, and I think Fury, they make sense that the skills challenge people are sort of they're AJ's people. They're they're sort of um, uh, you know, work very closely with with AJ, and he's Fury's per, perhaps he's perhaps insisting on an even bigger price than than AJ got, uh, an even bigger fee than than AJ got for fighting out in those two Saudi fights. So um. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see that there's different rumors. There's rumors that you know the the Fury and Anusik is going to be early next year, early twenty twenty four. Um, but I I struggle to I struggle to believe that. Because see, same here. Can't make it now, then they're never going to make it, are they? Right. It should it should have happened. It should have happened at Wembley in 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 late April. But Usyk's a Usyk's an anywhere man. He'll fight anyone anywhere. Right. Yeah, like, and, and that just shows in his cruiserweight reign, right? And you know what, Danny? I'm not, I'm not like a lot. I really like Usyk, but I'm not. I wouldn't be like say, um, I'm, I'm not completely. Like, uh, I wouldn't be a, 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 um, an absolute, um, massive Usyk fan, like in the same way that Andy is, or you are, or, um, some of the other guys in the chat. I really do like him, but I, I'm not saying that you know, um, you know, I'm not completely. Like, You're not saying. You're gonna say I mean, he's not he's not innocent, right? Um, well, I I I wouldn't even say that, you know, because I know that there's a guy on Twitter. I would encourage everyone to follow him. He's called I think he was on the pod a few years ago. Terry Dooley. He's a Manchester based. Uh, yeah, Terry. Journalist. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of Terry. Yeah. And he's he's the major. He's the person who, in fact, he does he goes further than saying Usyk isn't without blame. He actually says that that Usyk and Krasiuk and Igis Klimas are. Are more responsible than than uh, Fury and Frank Warren for the reason that the fight didn't happen. That 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 they should have they sh- should have taken even less than thirty percent back in. That that's that's stupid. Wait, I know I, I agree. I don't I don't think that's right. But no, you know, Usyk should, Usyk should make the fight, and yes, he should have to get. I mean, I understand, but he should have to give in some. But it gets to a point of you can't fight for. I mean. It gets to a point where it's like a slap in the face, like with ten percent, fifteen percent. It's like, yeah, you get to the point of how low are you willing to go and let them just? It's you're a man, and how, how long you let go for? Basically, guys just slapping you in the face, saying you do whatever the hell I tell you to, and you're a champion too. So I guess it does get to that point. But I agree with you what what you said. I, I suppose it comes down to the fact that look, we, this is this is what this is what the most frustrating frustrating thing is about the sport of boxing is that we end up talking about the deals as opposed to the fights themselves exactly. or the, the potential fights. I think, and I think like that's what I mean. I mean, love Andy to pieces, right? And I understand his frustration because 
you don't want to spend every Sunday night talking about fucking splits, purses, potentials. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to be talking about or women's boxing. You don't want to do that either on a Sunday night, on a Sunday night either. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll move off of that. Exactly. So <laughs> it, it, it does get frustrating at frustrating at times, and I don't I don't you know. I, I, I appreciate Andy having his rants from time to time about the, bo- the the sport of boxing. Now it annoys him. I just want to I want to come to one more point before we end up moving off this kind of fury basis. And Ryan will come to you on this one. I've I've put the question up there on the screen for people to see. Are we writing Ngannou off on the basis of McGregor's showing? Because obviously he was deemed as one of the best in MMA, whether he was or not. I'm not again. I go back to it. I'm not an MMA person. I don't know. But are we writing Engano off on the on the basis of what we've seen from McGregor against Mayweather? Um, I guess partly, but they they are completely. There's got to be an element to it, they, right? Yeah, it's it's just different sports either way. Kind of, you'd write off Fury if he signed to fight up a Dagestani in in Chechnya. You'd write him off in a wrestling match, you know. Mm. So it's yeah, baddest, baddest man on the planet, Ryan. They're, they're labeling this as the what is it, baddest man on the planet. If that was the case, right, would you not have a boxing match and then a UFC match straight after it, right? Yeah, I think you have to. In terms of actual fighting, MMA is more realistic of what an actual fight would be, so. You know, boxing is just a, a segmented part of it, but it's it's it's, it's more of a sport than our, our MMA. I would say it has more of those tactics and elements of you know different yeah advantages coming to the fore. But I don't know, Ngannou, you can give him a bit of a chance. He's obviously a big guy, punches hard. He's trained as a fighter for probably half his life, so you can't write him off completely. But this is Fury. This this guy who took Wilder's best punches and he nullified him and knocked him out. There's no reason why he wouldn't be able to do that with a guy who's never had a boxing match. Exactly. Know? It's just like if you, I think Ryan's right. You can't you can't compare the two. And McGregor's what he did. That's nothing to do with this. You can't. It's just it's different. And Ganu, if you watch MMA training, they don't they do some sparring, but that's a like way below the rest of the stuff they do. That's not, that's not a big part of what they do. And Fury is a great heavyweight, regardless of what you think of or not. So a good heavyweight who is not going to, it's just not going to happen. It's just like if you put Chuck Norris or whatever you want to come up with, a karate, if you put him versus Jackie Lopez from the eighties, he would get his ass beat. Chuck Norris might be a karate champion. People think he's, trained by Bruce Lee, but if you put him in the boxing ring versus a guy like Lopez who never won a title, but he was Lopez would still beat the hell out of him. That's just like, that's just the way, that's just how it is. It's like people, you you can't, it's never going to be able to compare the two unless even if they fight each other in their own discipline, it just doesn't matter. You could, I'll say it again, McGregor that you could have put McGregor versus anybody Top fifty guy in boxing would have beat the hell out of McGregor that night. Yeah, would, have, would have beat the hell out of him. Nugano's the same thing. You take all the guys we just mentioned; those top ten or fifteen heavyweights, they were all going to knock him out. Hergovich, Dubois, they're all going to beat him. I'm going to stick my neck out, right? If if it was to be 
a boxing fight versus a uh, and then a, a follow up in hexagon, right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, I think oh, I think yeah, the, octagon, I octagon, octagon. I think. Sorry, yeah. octagon, right? We can we can go with hexagon. I think there is some kind of <laughs> wasn't that tri- wasn't that thriller thing in the hexagon? I don't know. It was in the the triangle, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the triangle, yeah, the triangle, yeah, the triangle, in the triangle. But anyway, I, I'd give Fury more chance in a UFC fight than in Ghana in a boxing fight off the ba- off 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 no basis basically but i could see fury as being quite a, a bit of a lump to kind of like cuddle up to you and to hang on to well, so. think about it look at fury's boxing skills and his reach and those yeah. smaller gloves if he just a jab might not nagano out with the thin gloves i mean fury's got so much weight behind it if he was just able to hold if him off was, for, well if it was a stand-up fight yeah you give him yeah, every chance if, if fury if fury held him off long enough and didn't let him take him down for the it's 30 seconds he would land at least one shot and probably knock him out oh dear just a, uh, just a question uh for for all the guys he, that we'll have here don um are all you watching would all of you be watching the fury and gone fed life because I, I certainly won't no i'm not watching it no I, do you know what I have to? I'm going to take it on the value of what I did when Mayweather fought McGregor. I, I still, it's a spectacle, and I, and I will have to watch it. Well, I, and I see Mayweather and McGregor. I still haven't watched more than a few uh, scattered highlights of that, and it's the same with it. Like I, Fury and Ghana, if it's uploaded on YouTube in the next in the week after it, I might watch a few highlights. But I mean, I I, I haven't even watched Mayweather. I haven't sat down and watched Mayweather and McGregor from start to finish. I mean, like, like, what, the, the price they're going to put in this is something like 25 quid um, uh, right, in our money. So, I mean, I, 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 a fight I bought earlier this year, I was just thinking about it before I asked that question, Donny. Um, mm. Back in March, the Caleb, uh, Caleb Plant, or as Andy would say, Caleb Plant, versus, <laughs> Bene, versus as Porky would say, Benavides. Um, <laughs> now, now, yeah, now, that was it. I paid that. I think that was in fake TV. Um, and that was, I, that was, to me, that was money well spent because that was a great fight. Um, but you know that this year, I I definitely because there's a glut there's a glut of pay per views coming up in the next six weeks. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Like without going into detail, there's some there's 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 fights you pay for, and then there's some you don't, right? Yeah. So I think this will be one that I don't pay for, but if I get to see it, it will be a bonus. <laughs> it will be like you know the um. Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight, right? It's it's hyped up, spectacle. Well, but... here's the here's the other thing. We don't know, we don't know, we know very little about it now. Maybe they'll disclose all these things, but we don't know if it's ten rounds or twelve rounds. We don't know if there's going to be three judges. Um, you know, there, there's Could a lot of be bloody six rounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what UFC fighter only does five rounds, right? I, that's the other thing. I I know I don't I don't watch any UFC. I've never seen Ngannou fight at all. I don't know anything about. It. I, I don't I don't I genuinely don't. I'm not. I I regard the UFC as as thuggery. You know it, it's. They do uh, five five minute rounds. I think that works. Long rounds, long rounds. Yeah. yeah. Like They've Mayweather. got some engines in them. I give them credit. They've got some engines in them. No, they're great athletes. I just don't enjoy watching it. But they're great athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say that. But they're. I don't enjoy watching it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I, I've never had that. I've never had any. Um, I never had any inkling to to to. I, I can't. It can't draw me in. It can't sustain my attention. There's no artistry to it. I don't think. Um, but uh, yeah, you mean it, it's. Uh, I just think it's bizarre. But um, I certainly won't be. Um, I certainly won't be paying to watch it. That's for sure. No, indeed. Right. 
we're going to end it there with Fury and Garnu because I think we've we've talked the pants off it and we've we've segued into Rowan Atkinson and all sorts. So I think that that means that time is up on that. Um, we've got some excellent fights coming up. With let's not dismiss it. Um, I, I was sorry before I go into that. I I really wanted to talk about Nonito Denier tonight because obviously he was meant to fight this weekend, but as Justin's informed me, thankfully that he has been pulled and is going to go on the Spence Crawford undercard, um, which uh, which means that I won't talk about him tonight. But uh, it's a shame because he's, he's, he's a lovely personality. Um, he's, he's a credit to boxing and uh, it would have been nice to have a chat about him. But I, I'm hoping to do a, or, or a, well, a nutter's call in or maybe get Steve to do a nutter's phone in um, prior to the Spence Crawford fight on the night anyway. So we'll, we'll get round to that another time. Um, we've got Inouye versus Stephen Fulton coming up. We've got Spence versus Crawford coming up. I mean, two of the biggest fights you could probably get in boxing right now. Um, probably two of the biggest fights we've probably had in the last maybe potentially five years of boxing. Um, we'll start with Inouye Fulton. I know, Justin, we spoke a little bit about it. Obviously, Mr. Mr. Deal and uh, Dominic, we haven't really spoke about it. Um, the floor is yours, boys. Any interest in this in UA Fulton fight? I mean, are you looking forward to it? I mean, I, I've stuck my neck out previously and said that I think in UA's, um, I fancy in UA on this one. It's, it's no detriment to Fulton. I don't think Fulton's a terrible fighter, but I just think in UA has shown, certainly in the Paul Butler fight, that he has the ability to uh, to change up what he's doing and and find a win no matter what. And I think and I've from what I've seen from Fulton so far, and this is again not to discredit him, I haven't seen an incident or, or, or an opportunity where he's had to kind of really mix it up to kind of get the win. So again, anyone chime in, go for it. Talk about this uh, great fight that's coming up. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I remember Wellington when it was first announced. He was saying that he thinks Fulton's gonna gonna win this, but I think Inouye's gonna absolutely smash the living shit out of him. I he, he's a bit of the fake news. The old it's fake news. Fucking Fulton. He he's got like a a slick sort of shoulder rolly inside style, but whenever I watch him, it, I feel like he never lands punches. I don't know if that's just me watching something else, but I think he's going to stand in front of Inoue and he can get raked to the body and take uppercuts and, yeah, I think he'll knock him out in six rounds. Six rounds? That is uh, impressive. I mean, if if he did that, wow. Uh, I'd be impressed. I'd be really impressed. Uh, Dominic, I mean, we, we haven't we haven't spoke about Inoue Fulton. Um, yeah, go for it. Tell me what tell me what your thoughts are. What yeah, who's 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 Inoue? <laughs> you are now taking the piss, right? <laughs> I know. I know. If I recall, I know you. I'll give it a rest, will you? Come on. <laughs> no way. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I'm only going off the basis of when I went to go and see him fight in Scotland. No, I'm, I'm, I was, I wasn't taking, I was more actually, I was, that was more a nod to Porky's pronunciation. 
It wasn't uh, anything right. against it. wasn't against you, Dan's pronunciation. I know, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I know you. Um, no, um, actually, the last time I was on the pod, um, proper on a Sunday night, it was about, I think it was the week before uh, Yard Better Be If, and this fight was up, came up for discussion. I think it, it had just been announced um, in early in January, and I'm pretty sure uh, at that time, uh, this was before the first cancellation. Remember the fight was pushed back. That's right. Was yeah, there, there was in, someone had an in UA had an injury. Right? Yes, that's oh, right. Yeah. In, in UA had an injury, and um, I at that time I thought, and I still think now that um, that in UA will win a decision not on a fight not dissimilar to the first Denner fight, um, which I think it'll go with twelve rounds, and I think you know Fulton displayed. Um, and for example, fights like although he's sort of chiefly regarded as, um, you know, a a, a slick Philly boxer, he showed in like the Figueroa fight that he can really, he can really go into the trenches and bite down on the on the gum shield and got it out. And I was just actually listening to an interview with Carl Frampton earlier this week, um, in which he, you know, he he was reminiscing about. Sharing many many rounds of sparring with Fulton, um, okay, and uh, this was after Frampton had left the McWiggins when he was training with with Jamie Moore, um, and Fulton just just sort of shows you the sort of it's quite unusual for like an American fighter, you know, at this stage he was sort of up and coming, but he he used to come over to uh, England and stay for a good 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 block of sparring, um, for. Good number of weeks, um, for from when Frampton was getting ready to fight the likes of Denner, I think, um, back in twenty eighteen. So they they've shared a lot of rounds of sparring, and Frampton was saying that, and all the all the, that sparring, um, you know, Fulton always sort of showed he never really fought, um, in any other way than slick on his toes and good boxing. He never really was going toe to toe brawling in the spars, but so, so Frampton was saying. I that was... I've got to be honest, Dominic. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, again, when it comes to spar, I know you're obviously you, you're you're a big fan of um, Frampton's, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you know a lot about him. I I didn't I I didn't know that uh, him and Fulton had done sparring, and I I've got to be honest with you. If that's the case, then. It, it kind of goes to show that why Frampton, you know, performed as he did at that point and why uh, Fulton has, has, has kind of come to where he did. Because obviously, if you're going to get that level of uh, level of sparring, you're going to you're going to end up um, learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that was, you know, um, you know, there would have been great spars to watch, of course, but um you know that that would have been um, just sort of shows you his, his, his mindset. You know, like he's he's a real fighter. You know, he's he's um, you know, it just sort of shows the sort of um, desire and, and drive to improve himself that he must have had. Um, and you know, Frontman said actually in this interview that I was listening to earlier this week that he was actually in Philly about eight weeks ago. I don't know why he was over there. It may have just been a holiday, but he said he was he was. Um, watching Fulton in the gym back then, it's about a couple of months ago. Um, and he said he was now this must have been probably around the time when the fight was first uh, postponed. Um, and he said even then Fulton was already in, in top shape. But um, in the interview, funny that Frampton gave the other day, he he sort of said he hoped Fulton would win. Not that he dislikes anyway, but 
um, you probably would 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 know quite well having supported him, but he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't actually commit to saying that he thought Fulton definitely would win. Would win, yeah. Um, and that was the difference I took. And um, but I I I think Fulton, the fights at Super Bantam, um, I, I and he has been in with big dig dogs like Figueroa, um. I think he has enough about him. I, I know, I know, in a way, is a devastating puncher, but I think he can get the points. And I, I, I could even see it being. I think Steve said on the pod that Steve thought it could be like a controversial decision that some people think Fulton should have got the decision, but anyway, gets it being it being that in Japan. Japan. Yeah, and I, I can see that there. Um, but I can. But you also... know what, right? You. you... I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a caveat to what you're to what you're alluding to here. I think, despite the the weight differences, obviously, I you know, Fulton's been fighting at his weight, um, and obviously, Inoue is coming up. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the caveat that I think Inoue has fought better opposition up to this point, giving the fact that. Um, well, look at you. Got to look at Inoue's fucking like his his reign. See the fight that he had against um on the Taylor Baranchuk undercard in Glasgow. Yeah, that was inc- I was there. It was incredible. Uh, you were uh, uh, Manuel. Uh, you were that that one, were you? I was five rows from the front. Right. It was, that must have looked. I, I was uh, Manny Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. It was incredible. Like uh, two, two rounds. Right. It, it, I'm going to go off a tangent here. I took me, I took my dad up to Glasgow, right? I said, right, because I took my dad to Latvia for Usyk Bradis, right? Uh-huh. And he, and, and he saw that and he said it was incredible. And I said, right, you got the buzz now. I said, right, we're going to Glasgow. He went, what? And I went, right, I'm taking you to Glasgow. We're going to see Taylor versus Brancic. I said, but more so, I said, on the undercard is going to be Noya Inoue. And he was like, who's him? And I went, don't worry about it. Japanese fighter, incredible. Honestly. He'd said, bearing in mind this is my old man who's like, God knows what our age he is now. Had been all through the years of 80s boxing. He was just like, that's one of the best beatdowns I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, he's so, he was so good. And that's why I can't write him off from this fight. Yeah. Like, regardless of weight and opposition. I, I think, again, I go back to it, as I just said. And Ryan, obviously, chime in if you think, right? I think Inouye has fought better opposition regardless of weight opposition up to this point i think i think fulton's last couple of fights yes good names you know good good wins but i think in your way fighting donair twice uh you can forget paul butler but you can look at the champions that he's fought on his reign to get up to where he is now i think that's that's a much better um a better do, resume do i know do i know what the uk tv is for it <laughs> Who will the, this is? Will it be? Is this an SPN, ESPN fight, right? Well, I, I think it could be because I think Inoue is he's with sort of affiliated. He's with Bob, isn't he? Yeah, it could be on if it, Yeah, if, if, it could if be on Sky, right? Yeah, if they're showing it, if ESPN are carrying it in the states, usually they sort of have that deal where Sky. The Butler fight was on Sky, right? Yeah, I, I think it could be. I think it's probably most likely. I'll have a look. Actually, it'd be interesting to, to look at that. But um, uh, yeah, it's um, it's on the Tuesday, isn't it? Indeed, yes. 
I love the random days. Like it's it's really funny because when it's on when it's on like a a weekday, you kind of like you're you're at work and you're trying to find like a little stream <laughs> to watch it because you're like I'm having lunch early. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's one of those a, ones. It's definitely a fate that you want to watch live. Yeah. You know, a lot of fights these days, I, I can sort of, I'm at the stage now with a sport where I can I can tolerate seeing it the next day. Um, yeah. But but this is a fight that you really want to see in live time. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Go on in. I'm going to put you on the spot, Dominic. Ryan's obviously said he kind of agrees with me. He thinks Inoue might come out on top. What what, what, you, what are you looking at there on this one? Yeah, I'll go for Inoue on a on a decision. Close, close, but... Close but clear, Yanov's decision not not dissimilar to the first Donner fight, where Fulton really is competitive and genuinely competitive, but mm. sort of a seven rounds to five for for Inoue. I'm I'm gonna give right, and, and before we before we kind of lose ourselves a little bit, I'm gonna give the uh, the Japanese. Um, well, I know there'll be random judges, right? But you always get a fair scorecard in Japan, I think. I haven't seen I haven't seen an instance where you haven't got a fair scorecard. I think I, so, I think you're right. I think because I think even like say for example, when Golovkin fought uh, Murata, I think yeah. there was nothing untoward. I think no. you're 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 definitely the point you're saying that there's there's a lot worse places. There's many places a lot worse than uh, a good bit worse than Japan for for yeah. not getting first scorecards. I think that's that could potentially have been a reason why Fulton's quite kind of okay yes. with going out to Japan. I think he knows that he's going to get a fair shake on the card. He's probably, he's probably been advised, hasn't he? he, he yeah. He's probably been, the PBC guys, Heyman, whatever, they've probably talked about it and thought, you know, I think what it's very interesting. It's quite rare that you get PBC guys coming over to, to Britain. Yeah. Um. You know, you had Javante Davis coming over to fight Liam Davis. But they knew they were going to win that. So yeah, that and they knew fine. they were going to win. But um, you know, inside the distance, um, so that that was a sort of exception that proves the rule. Um, so I think it's it's instructive that you know, you know, somewhere like Japan is seen as 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 safer ground. Um, and just on that point about um, just on a brief tangent, Danny, about the the Tank Davis, uh, uh Liam Liam Davies, um, or yeah. was it was it was not Liam Davies? Sorry, Liam uh, Walsh. Walsh. Sorry, yes. Liam Walsh, um, uh, if you've uh, listened, uh, uh, just going back very briefly to the Usyk Dubois fight, um, uh, Frank's reasoning for for um, believing that Dubois Dubois will win, he's been referencing back to the, the Calzaghe Lacey fights and the uh, Nas Kevin Kelly fights and the Danny Williams Mike Tyson fight. he's catching at shores there isn't he old Frank I'm looking <laughs> well, this at is... Ryan's picture and I'm thinking he's going I'm thinking Frank do me a favour <laughs> well, well this is the thing he, he used to, he was talking about these three examples as examples in the past where he, he likes to think he he, he said he, he likes to think he gets it right most of the time and that these were examples when his man um, his fighter was seen as the rank outsider, and and on each occasion he he backed his man, the like Donnie Williams, Kalzaki, and Nas to to go and win it. But what what he didn't say was all the examples where even where he had got home advantage, like Tank Davis against Liam yeah. Walsh, and and the other example cleverly against Kovalev. Uh, and he doesn't yeah. mention he doesn't mention those. T- I'm sure there's there's those are just the only two examples that came to mind where, um, you know, the, uh, uh, there's been plenty of times where he. 
he hasn't got it right, but um, even even with the home advantage, but um, but um, yeah, I just thought it was a bit desperate the sort of the logic and the reasoning that he was trying to come up with for for believing Dubois could could win, but um, yeah. Oh well, it's Frank is a is a one off, and and boxing wouldn't be the same if he if it, if he wasn't there. To be honest with you, it's uh, yeah. It's a pleasure for having a pleasure to have him around at times. Uh, Ryan, um, let's let's move let's move on to Spence Crawford. I mean, come on, this is this is the one, right? This is the one that everyone wants. I mean, in, I feel like this is what I mean. Like, I feel like Inua Fortin's a nice little warm up, and then I feel like Spence Crawford is the is is the one. I'm gonna hit you yeah. with it. The big question, Ryan. Is Spence going to have a car crash before this fight? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Some, something's <laughs> going to happen. You, you never get the, these fights. Always something comes out in the fight week. Or it's not going to. Please, Brian, don't. No, it's not. It's not happening, right? Everyone's going to be fine. And this fight's going to take place on the date that it's meant to, right? Yeah, right. I can, I can get behind that. Diamante's nowhere to be seen in, on the PBC <laughs> card these days. So there'll be no fucking... Spence is not on the back of the gas bike, motorbike. <laughs> you know, Crawford's not overeating. We're all good, right? Do you know who you remind me of? Yeah, there might be one Crawford overeating. I don't know who the character is. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting... Uh, when I listen to you, Ryan, I'm getting press past Paul vibes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you, remember, do you remember press pass, Ryan? <laughs> Yeah, I remember press pass. Yeah, well, I'm sort of so Shropshire, Midlands on the Staffordshire border. Yeah, so I'm probably he, I think he was he was Midland somewhere. So didn't, I'm not too far. Didn't, didn't press pass join the five hundredth not the five hundredth boxing asylum court yes. like thingy? He did, that's didn't right. he? And Brand, Brand King did as well. Yeah, no, that's good. That was a good night. Enjoyed that. Yep. Yeah, that was good times. But yeah, Ryan, sorry, go back to you, mate. Yeah, sorry, you. Jokes aside, of the old kind of Spence, I I even joked recently on a on on Nutter's pod that um, Spence is uh, his entry to the to the fight against Crawford. He'll be driven by uh, Richard Hammond <laughs> from Top Gear. <laughs> but jokes aside, I mean, obviously, I haven't spoken to yourself. I haven't spoken to Dominic about this fight. Go balls balls deep on this one. Talk talk to me about how excited you are. What you think is going to happen? The tactics. Go for it. Go break it down. Um, oh well, very excited. It's the best fight we're going to get all year, and we've had a good year. Like people are moaning about all this Francis and Garni nonsense, but you can forget about that. There's been enough good boxing this year to kind of keep yourself busy. Um, uh, I've actually been watching. I think it's the Twenty Four Sevens, the Showtime yeah. documentaries to do, and. Spence is looking a bit chunky, so this is his last fight at one four seven, definitely. How how he makes the the scales would be a big factor, and we'll probably end up with a ceremonial weigh in. I think for this one. I don't. Well, actually, you bring up an interesting point there. Uh, I, it might have been Wellins. I can't remember. I remember speaking to someone about obviously size difference, and they were saying, "Oh, Spence would be a lot bigger." I, I, Crawford's still quite quite tall. Like I, I don't 
I expect them both to be kind of a similar size when they get to the ring, right? Yeah, I think Spence will just be more filled out. He's been at the weight longer yeah. and probably just a naturally a size bigger, but I don't think it would be an issue for, for Crawford. I think he's strong enough and I don't. Think, it's not going to be a clinch fest or a kind of leaning on the ropes kind of fight either. I think it'll be at a mid-range for most of the fight. Um, that's where both guys do their best work and I think that's probably what we'll see. We see him meeting each other in the middle of the ring in the first bell and exchanges throughout, I think. That's, that's how I see the fight going. And and if that is how the fight goes, I can't see anything other than a Crawford possibly late knockout, but more likely maybe a, a couple of... Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll hurt Spence a couple of times whether he can get rid of him, because we haven't really seen it from Spence where he's been been knocked out or he was hurt against Ugas but, but he came through it good enough so yeah I'll go four for points um, I think he'll be just be too cute on the inside I think Spence will do good work to get into range but then his shots are a bit more cuffed in and the high activity I think is just going to give Crawford more opportunities and you'll start seeing those uppercuts and hooks really landing heavy as the fight gets on yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I said it before, like at this point in time, I, I fancy Crawford more, Dominic. Um, I've got no, I've got no real kind of um, reason to, to kind of go with my gut there. Like I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I've, I, I've said before and on previous Nutters callings that there's, there's, there's pretty much, there's probably about, there's two or three boxers that can really turn it on when they know that they're they're down in a fight or they need to or they need to go for it. There's there's Paterbiev, there's Inoue, and then I think there's Crawford, and I think that's the reason why I'm slightly edging towards him because I know that if the going gets tough, I think he's the only person who can really turn it on. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. That I think. I think this is such a, a big fight that um, I, I don't think he would want to tempt fate by getting himself into a position that he was in in the quarter fight um, where he, you know, he, he they told him that he was down. Now, whether he was, I can't remember if he actually was down in the fight, but, you know, they told him at the end of that ninth or whatever round that he was behind. Yeah. But um I'm just I in- think that was a case of just to get him going. Like I feel like I feel yeah. like maybe maybe that they thought that, that he was um being a bit lackadaisical and just, you know, wasn't wasn't really doing what he normally does. I don't know. Yes. Yes, I I, I was just intrigued there, um, what Ran was saying about um, you know, thinking that Crawford could work could win on points because my thinking one of the few concrete thoughts I had about this fight was that um, if Crawford is the win, he has to do it inside the distance because, the, again, you know, I say, would would I, I hear all the people that say we don't want to talk about the politics and the behind the stuff scenes, but to me, in, in this fight, I think it's hard not to talk about those things in the sense that the reason that this fight hasn't happened for so long was because Crawford was, um, you know, reticent or reluctant to throw in his lot with the PBC. And there's mm. a feeling abroad, um, I think within the industry, there's a feeling that, that Spence is very much the PBC man in this fight. He's the, he's more of the house fighter. 
Um, and, uh, and of course he would be, right? Yes, he's been, you know, there. He, yeah. he's been there. He's been he sort of pledged his allegiance to the PBC from the beginning of his career, whereas Crawford, um, you know, seems to, to be a bit more uh, independent. Um, but it's 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 smart. It's a smart move from Al Heyman, right? Getting getting this fight together, right? Because he knows that. There's, get, there's get potential together. rematches and and all sorts. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think I, I think there is one thing that I find very interesting in in the context of this fight is the recent announcement of Canelo against uh, the the one five four Charlo, because I, I've always thought that you know there's always been this talk that Spence will eventually move up, if not to light middle, even the middleweight, but. Um, I, I I think you know there's something in in the sense that if if Charlo somehow beats Canelo, um, that you know those titles would be vacant and he would only maybe vacate them for, uh, for his gym mate. You know they're they're both trained by the same um guy and Derek James that the the, the guy from the same gym would move up, um, and sort of fight for those vacant belts. Um, say if, for example if Crawford. Knocks Spence out, um, which if I'm pushed, that's what I'll probably say that he stop him late. Um, that you know they can say, well, it was taking too much out of him getting down to one four seven. Um, you know, do you mean like put it this way? There's a rematch clause in place here now. If Crawford knocks Spence out, do you think they're going to go for that rematch again? I mean, if he knocks him out in the first fight, it's different having a rematch if the fight is like a disputed decision. Um. But if, if it's a, if it's a fight that um you know Crawford gets a decisive knockout in, then they really want to dispense. It will really make sense for him to go back in their immediate rematch instead of you know citing the weight and moving up to one five four. Um, and I, I I'm gonna I, t- I tell you why I tell you why I don't think it'll happen because I honestly thought Josh Taylor should have gone up a weight when mm-hmm. he won all the belts yeah. against um. Oh Same my God. Against uh, Ramirez. Ramirez. I thought that was it. He should have gone. Yeah. Why? Why fight anyone else? Like go. Like go up. Again, I go back to it. Me and Andy Patterson were chatting to his dad in a bar in a hotel next to the um, the arena in Glasgow, and the hydro, and his his old man was saying he'll do this World Boxing Super Series. He'll win belts and then he'll move up, and he never did, and mm-hmm. he should have done. Like I think, I, I think feel like this should be the case. This would be the case for Spence. He should been bought, I think Keeler was badly advised to to stick around at one forty for as long as he has, and he looked well, awful in against the fight against uh, Lopez. No, no, not well. No, actually, I think he looked better against Lopez. Uh, the the um the British guy whose name is okay, okay, Catrell. Catrell. I think he yes. looked awful. Yeah, well, well, the interesting thing about Spence is, you know, if you look at the last fight against Ugas on the scales, I thought he looked fantastic. I mean, I really thought yeah. he looked he looked incredible shape. And in the fight itself, there was no there was no sense that sometimes with weight train fighters, you know, their stamina down the stretch is a problem. But he just got stronger in that fight, like he get in most of his fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the but there was a I think as Rand said, there was a point in that Ugas fight where he was momentarily wobbled. Um, but just Ugas wasn't that sort of fighter who would sort of go through the gears and and really uh, put him in deep trouble. The, the the analogy when I was talking to Steve about this fight when it was finally, uh, you know, finalized was the famous fight in '91 between Michael Nunn and James Tony, 
when Tony came from behind to to knock out Nunn in the penultimate round with that big lead left hook. Um, and he needed to knock him out because he was because he was, yeah, he was behind. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I said to Steve, I can see sort of uh, Crawford reprising the role of of Tony um, and sort of that's Spence, my, that's my thoughts. Yeah, that's my thoughts indeed. Spence uh, as none sort of being ahead, you know, the more steady work rate, being get, getting the lead, but Crawford sort of coming behind. But I I think Crawford has to, I think he needs to knock Spence out. I really believe that. I think he he would struggle to get a decision. I really do believe that he 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 struggle to get a decision here. Unless... I, I think I almost think for for Crawford this is this is a repeat of Sean Porter, right, Ryan? I think that like he he's gonna he's gonna think like he's behind on the cards and he's gonna come out absolutely fucking raging and gonna step on the gas because I don't think Spence can do that. I think Crawford can do that. Yeah, he's got that killer instinct. Crawford, where as soon as he gets any kind of inkling that he hurts Spence, he'll go for it. In. But it's not going to come in the first half of the fight. I think the first half of the fight will be Spence activity, kind of work rate. Um, would he hurt Crawford? Maybe you never know. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I can't see it. Spence. He's not a big. He, he's not like a huge knockout puncher. He, he wears people down and. He's gone to decision quite a few times in the bigger fights during his yeah, what, like yeah, Porter. But his, best chance... his best chance of hurting would Crawford would be to the body, but it's, how does he get to the body? His footwork so, but, but both their footwork so. It, that's what makes this such a good fight. I think the foot both the. I've got. I've got to be honest. I'm gonna. St- I'm just gonna say it as it is. I. I honestly think, as as much as, as good as the Ugas was win was for for Spence. I still have concerns about the car crash. Yeah. No, um, I don't. He's, he's he's gone past that. I think he's, think he's had enough fights and the eye and the car crash and yeah. He's a big, he's a big, big unit. Spence, see when you see him in those training clips in the twenty four seven program, or the, the Showtime program, and I've watched a few clips of him on the heavy bag, and some people have been saying he looks flat footed on the bag. But that's just more the way he fights. But he's a big, big unit. You know, if Crawford is able to hurt him, um, you know, if Crawford can 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 hurt him and get him going and finish him, that would be a serious, serious win. You know, look, look, I'm going on a right tangent here, right? But to, this is a question for both of you, right? Who's your favourite Crawford? Is it Terence Crawford or Cindy Crawford? <laughs> I've always preferred Liz Hurley, uh, Don, so I would have to say Terence. Terence is my favourite Crawford. <laughs> Ryan, Cin- Cindy or Terence? Oh, I have to go from man Terence. And uh, what Dominic was saying about and getting hurt to the body, uh, the fact that Terence can go... Hang on, wait, wait, wait. If you do a Cindy Crawford workout, if you do a Cindy Crawford workout, it hurts to the body, mate. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with Dominic, mate. Um, Liz Hurley is 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 the one, right? Here, here, Ran. What were you saying there, Ran? About I want you to continue with what you were saying there, Ran, about about the body, because I think you're about to say something um, important. Go on ahead there. Yeah. Yeah. So as yeah, Crawford can go left or right, and that will. 
take away Spencer's body assaults, I would say, because if he's getting hurt, hurt one way, because Spence could go to the body with the, the straight backhand, like dig it down underneath the guard, but if that lands two or three times, you know, Crawford would just rotate the, the stance and can, he could take that away from Spence quite easily, I think, and he, he'll force Spence to come on the inside to work to the body and that's when Crawford will be lamp timing him with uppercuts and, and hooks, so Yep. Yeah, I can't see Spence doing well to the body. I, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that would be his best. His best is getting in range with the double jab and then circling off, kind of like a Usyk style. And, yeah, circle off to the outside and then try and shoot the straight left to the chin. That's If I was Derek James, which you know, was pretty far off that kind of level, but, uh, that's I think... what I'd be trying to take. Don't allow Crawford to set his feet because if you do, that's that's what we'll get Spence knocked out. Well, the the, the 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 I think both guys have similar their their foot speed sort of similar. Where I think Crawford has the edge is in hand speed. I think he, he he's he's quicker with his hands, and I think it's very interesting what what you're saying there about about Spence's potential difficulty getting to the body, and I think it what what it got me thinking about was the stance Crawford will go with, you know. I think he does more damage to guys. He's more capable. He, he he's he, he's able to hurt guys more easily when he's fighting lefty. When he's fighting southpaw, and you saw like the Avanesian fight that beautiful, you know, left left uppercut from the southpaw position with a with a southpaw right hook behind it, um, that finished it. And it just got me thinking about you know the famous um, the the sort of Hagler Leonard fight in '87 when Hagler went orthodox and tried to match. Um, tried to match Leonard, and uh, until it, he only realized that he had to go back to his natural um southpaw before it was too late. I think that I think that's right. I think I've got that the right way around. And it was just, you know, thinking what 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 was Spence and Crawford, uh, you know, is there any because Spence is such a good southpaw, um, you know, would Crawford would he be, is it is it a risk for him to 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 go southpaw um with the aim of trying to really you know I think that's his best chance of getting to Spence but you know again you're 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 fighting probably a um you know a, a naturally better southpaw but you know Crawford is so good at at fighting at switching so it's um but I I do think Spence will find it very difficult to get into that sort of that territory that he was in against Ugas where he's on his chest and he's hitting those hooks to the body and then followed by the uppercuts after it um, that he busted up Ugas with. I find I think he'll find it really difficult to get into that uh, sort of position on a regular basis against Crawford because Crawford likes to be in that mid-distance where he's he's got the hand speed advantage I think and um, yeah so it's it'll be very very interesting but um, I'm going for, for Crawford by late stoppage Interesting. That is interesting. Well, I can I can support that because I'm kind of maybe leaning towards that, or maybe a maybe a decision. I don't know. Um, Mr. Deals just jumped off. I, I'm going to finish on one thing. We got. I want to do like another couple of minutes, Dominic, if that's yep. all right. I think what's intriguing about this fight, and 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 maybe something that's kind of. Um, not really been spoke about is is the kind of the trainer aspect and and uh oh no ryan's back in ryan's back in is uh is the uh bow mac versus Derek james obviously i think i think both good trainers in their own right um 
I think um, oh, I got my I got my I got my name is muddled up the the other week when we were talking to Mr. Wellens, and I think Bo Mecca's had his uh, not not I wouldn't say issues, but obviously you know attempting to kind of trying to get Amir Khan to kind of do things that his body can't do is is a bit unfair, should we say? But at the same time, he's he's a big unit. Uh, Derek James obviously has got Anthony Joshua as well as uh, Spence there. Um, I, I I just think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting um, it's going to be interesting to look at both corners during the fight and how both trainers kind of uh, communicate to each fighter and and kind of uh, you know it's it's. it's you can't, you can't bull, when you when you get to a fight of this magnitude you can't bullshit your communication you've got to tell your fighter exactly what is going on and where your fighter needs to be and it will be interesting to see both both chances. so i hope that on on whatever uh this fight is on bt sport i believe right Probably. so I, I hope that they have the the microphones and they don't cut to adverts every every break because it'd be interesting to see what both trainers say um any thoughts on on the trainer jewel do you think one's better than the other or do you think they're both credible trainers um i i think i think james is probably the better trainer but i don't think it'll i i sort of don't think it'll come down to who's the better trainer uh donny i i i think the only thoughts i would have about this is you know you're talking about derek james and he has a lot of fighters under his. It's not just Edge yet, but Ren yeah. Garcia is training with him now as well. That's right. Um, is is Frank? I think Frank Sanchez is training with with the uh, with Eddie Reynoso, isn't he? Um, I think Frank Sanchez was is with Reynoso, but um, you know, there's got the two Charlos. Derek James has got. He's got Ren Garcia now. Apparently, he's got Edge Spence. It, let let me add, Derek, uh, Dominic. Let me add my ten pence worth. Right, I actually think the Bomac. Crawford relationship is one of the best in boxing. They they both get each other. Like, yes, and, and and I, I that's another reason why I can't see past a Crawford win. Well, just going back on this, what you say, and I think on if you're if you're interested in the communication between fighter and trainer on fight night, I'm really more interested in witnessing that dynamic um, in Spence's corner between him and Derek James. I I think. Yeah. I'm more interested in seeing their communication on the night than because I think Bomac doesn't, you know, see the thing about Crawford. I remember T- Teddy Atlas, the line Teddy Atlas always comes out with about Crawford is that he's got the best fighting instincts that he's ever seen in a fighter. Yeah. Which is some statement. And, um, you know, I, 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 going on, on on from that, I think Bomac and Terence Crawford, they, they can sort of communicate with each other without actually, you know, uttering words, if you know what I mean. Like the, you know, Crawford, uh, uh, he goes back to the corner. If you watch old Marvin Hagler fights, when Hagler goes back to his corner, you know, the Petronelli brothers, all that, all they do is just sort of um, sponge him down and put a bit of grease on his nose. They don't even need to say anything to him. Some of these great fighters, they don't really need to, to be told. You know, they know exactly what they're doing. I think with Spence, I, I think he's the one with Derek James. That's the one that you really have to keep an eye on. He's going to need the talking to, right? He's going to need, I think, to be talked through the fight um, and walk yeah. through the fight a bit more. If, if, I, if either of the two guys needs to be sort of talk through the fight, um, it's, it's him and not Crawford. Because Crawford 
it's just a different. He, 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 I say, I don't think he, he knows what he's doing. Like, and, and let me, the other let thing, me just the other thing, Danny on, on Crawford and 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 Bomac. There's a few other guys behind the scenes there besides Bomac that really do a lot of work with Crawford. Yeah. There's some Mexican guy, I think, but there's a few other guys besides Bomac. Not saying Bomac isn't the main guy, but. Sorry, Dominic, you've stopped there. Is that? Yo, that yeah, that was I was finished. Going ahead, Dom. Oh, sorry, mate. No, no. Yeah, no. I, 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 I'm not saying that the um, because the the relationship between um Crawford and Bomac, I'm saying it's the best because they don't they don't really need to 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 communicate too much. You know, I think it's it's almost like Bomac knows what Crawford has to do, and Crawford knows what. Paul Max thinking, Bo Max thinking, and vice versa. And I think it's just it's just too easy. I think it, they they, you know, it's almost like they don't need to. I, I, again, I'm alluding to the um. Oh God, what fight was it again? It's it was the uh, da, 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 the Porter fight, the Porter fight. You know, the the way that you know it was just like oh, you know, you you could be down here, and he was just like what, like really, and then he just he just flick the switch you know whereas i've not seen that before um we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll sign off now so we go we got ryan we'll go to you first come on um your your ultimate thoughts on on who what the outcome might be who's gonna win um it's not a prediction league uh prediction shall we say so Give it, give, give it your all. Give it, give us a little breakdown on what what you think might be the outcome. Now, I mean, it's still a little way away. What are we what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, it's ending the month, right? Oh no, it's not too far away. What a couple of weeks? So, come on, Ryan, tell us what it is. What's the outcome going to be? Who's going to win? Well, you say it's not a prediction league pick, but we've pulled up uh, Wellington on the past before. Uh... Picking Lewis Ortiz on the pod and then Andy Ruiz in the, uh, in the prediction <laughs> league, which was rightly amended, shall I say? So I'll, I'll probably have to go. Well, with it's what be- it's with better than me because last weekend I didn't even make two picks because I completely forgot and I was too pissed. I got to be honest. So, yeah, I think I'll go Crawford Sausage. I think 10, 11, 12. At some point there'll be exchange and then he'll just him in with a sweet uppercut and he'll send, send Spence Reed in. I don't think he'll go down, but he'll end up on the ropes and that be, killer, and, that, and that'll be some statement, right? Yeah, and your Bo Mac will jump in the ring. He'll call out Break John the ring. <laughs> again. It's, it's going to be pandemonium. Again. Oh, it's going to be a good fight anyway. This can't be a bad fight. You get these big fights that end up being a bit of duds. This I can't see this happening. This is going to be a good fight. Both guys, they're talking well about it. They, I think they both really want it, and they both know it's the biggest fight that can be made. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Good man. Thank you, Ryan. Dominic, come on, send us home. Come on, what, what, what's the outcome round? Come on. I'll go for round eleven. Crawford. Um... Starboard. Um really you get uh, very um, I got to be honest very brave on the stoppage I mean I, I can I'm going to be honest I think I think this is points all day but 
I mean, you boys are sticking a stoppage on the line, you know, fairly. Well, my, my reasoning is just that I, I think Crawford has to stop him, and um, I think he, I think if he, if he's, I think he, he, he I'm, I'm hoping that he knows that um, for his own sake. I, I, I sort of reckon he does feel that himself that, you know, his, he, he, the beast better safe than, I don't think he can, can let it go to the cards. That's just my, um, my sense of it. I think if it's any way close, um, he's got to go. He's got to go for it. He's got to go for it. That's just that's the overriding thought I have about the Fed. Yeah, and I so. think I think he's the kind of person that that will go for it as well. Yeah, I think he is. He, he's he's a bit of a. I think he is. A, he has that streak in him. That sort of um, um, you know, daredevil sort of streak in him, where he he um he will risk getting hurt himself to um to go for to search for the knockout. He'll risk he'll risk walking on to something. I mean, you look at the fight against um. Kavalauskas, which I think is quite instructive. You know, he, he got he got he actually got dropped in that fight and it wasn't ruled a knockdown. It should have been ruled a knockdown, but it's just because of the way mm. he fights. He, he's searching for the knockout and he 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 doesn't have what AJ seems to have, that sort of um that fear of getting hit when you're you know, you're most vulnerable to being hit when you're trying yeah. to hurt your opponent. That's just the way it is. You know, you're you're most vulnerable to, to getting clocked whenever you're trying well, to you, Well you're reliant on your chin at that point. You you know what your chin can take. And you know that whether you take one, you know that you've got the reserves to get yourself back up and and carry on, right? Yeah, and I think he, I think he'll be very willing to take that risk because if you look at Spence, he's not really a guy that he's a, he's an accumu- he's a he's a cumulative hitter. He, he hurts guys with cumulative um, shots, not not with one big. Where someone like Kavalauskas is a guy or, or Virgil Ortiz, if he's well enough to make. There are guys that sort of hurt their opponent with one shot, and then they're in trouble. But um, with Spence, it's more of a drip, drip, drip. Um, and I think Crawford he'll back himself to say that 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 is it. That is a level of of danger that he can he can he can afford to take that risk um, to of standing and range long enough to to hurt Spence um, in a way that that allow him to finish the fight. So yeah, I think he will. I think uh, just that's that's a, I think that's a good note to end on. I think I think the style Spence has that he he hurts guys not with one shot but with a a, a, a series of shots. Yeah. I think I think that will give Crawford the the you know the, the 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 assurance to go for to go for broke. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no. Again, that that's my thoughts entirely. I think. I think that's why I'm edging towards uh, a Crawford win. Uh, again, on point. I'm. I. I mean, one hell of a statement if he knocks him out. I mean, that is, you know, you're looking at. I mean, if he knocks him out, you're looking at, you know, potential greatness, right? Well, the, the only thing I would say, Don, is you know, he said it's a hell of a statement. Then I would be, but I think it's also given the recent track record of Vegas judging. I think it would be an uh, uh, an even bigger statement of of the Vegas judges that they would get a decision, the decision. get get a, a decision right if he, if, if he does win. Um, uh, just actually, just Rand's put a very good question in there. Um, if you see it there, Danny, the, the last question Rand's just put in does Spence. I'll just read it out here. Yeah, does Earl's now? This is a reference to the Rand's. Um, it's a good Rand's question. Repeated line about. Beaterbeef um, and the, the the sort of uh, supposed 
expansion in the size of Peter Bead's head as his pro career has developed. Uh, so he says about Spence, does Spence pass the London 2012 head guard test? Um, I, I, and this is, I think this is a good point because if you're talking about fighters over whom the, the, the suspicion of 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 doping um, hovers over their heads, Spence is one fighter that, I, that would always be in my list of fighters who I would suspect most. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's always been a fighter that I've thought um, that I've thought he, he might, uh, and the Charlos are other ones as well. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I'm suspicious of the Charlos. I've got to be honest. Well, if you're you. suspicious of the Charlos, I think it's 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 logical. The logical sort of be, uh, yeah. corollary of that is that you'd be suspicious of Spence too because they're in the same. Dominic, Dominic, because Ryan's posted that question. Let me bring Ryan in at this yep. point. Let me let me say his piece. Ryan, say your piece. Go on, because I, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, we're nearly at two hours, so. I want to. I want to try and wrap this up soon, but I, you make a valid point. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that you were saying about Bonac versus uh, James, and I'm kind of not. I'm, we we're not in the camp, so we don't know. But all we can really go off is what shape they get the fighter in, and what they say in between rounds that we will see. So, Jack James always gets spent in uh, in great shape for his, his fights. He always comes in at. 147 and there's been a, a few puffy nipples along the way so that's, that's what I say you get the head guards out and head guards don't lie it's it's interesting it is you and again you make a valid point like it really is interesting um I, I don't know <laughs> I, I've as I've as I've mentioned just there I, I've always been a bit um, intrigued with the Charlos. I suppose that's more because of the time out of the ring that they've had. And they always come in in good shape. Is that fair? I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. Anyway. Um, We're going to wrap it up there, boys. Um, It's been one hell of a fucking call in. I appreciate everyone for jumping on. Um, Joe for jumping on. Uh, Justin for jumping on. Ryan, are we going to get some some more uh, Photoshop pictures from you sometime soon? I know there's been some that w- that can't be displayed, but we, can we and we get some more um, some more Photoshop pictures that are going to be um, more viable on the uh, on a Sunday night value of the week. Yeah, of course we are. There's always the, the think tanks always always in motion, so. It's just the time that the baby behaves himself and sleeps, and that allows me my creative time. So there'll be there'll be some stuff. The gad's always good for a sound bite every two or three weeks, so it won't be long. And Brian, don't worry. I've got I've got a. Uh, I'm going to line up a little baby boxing asylum nutters t-shirt for for your little one. It's going to happen. Oh, so um, I want to see a good picture. <laughs> from the young lad with a nutter's t-shirt on Dominic it's been a pleasure thank you very much for jumping on pleasure all mine Daniel no it's very good um, I should warn you at this point I am from Irish roots I'm not a Daniel I am a Danny yes yes, oh, yes. Oh, Danny boy I'm oh, sorry I see your Limerick clear I saw you saying that in yeah the other week about the hurling yeah yeah Limerick Lim- from a Limerick background mate so um, yeah um, knives out and all that. Um, <laughs> fantastic, yeah. 
I was driving through Limerick in a few weeks. Actually, I'll be driving through. I, I, I've got a plan. I'm, I'm actually. I've been. Don't drive it. through Limerick. Is my is is my advice. Oh no! I know that we by, actually bypass it. It's sort of you bypass <laughs> it on the. It's actually you don't actually go into Limerick City. You 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 bypass it on the on the motorway. But um, uh, you skirt. The, are you skirting it via? You know where the, the, the road that goes from Shannon, you kind of skirt round it, don't you? I don't go near Shannon. What I do is there's a wee town called I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Adair. Um, oh no, I don't know. It's actually you should look it up. It's a very famous wee town. There's a golf, there's a famous um golf course and everything on it. Um, very picturesque wee town, but uh, you, it's sort of like a bottleneck going going through it. But actually, I was I haven't told Steve this, but I've been in touch with Rob. Um, a while, and I've been meaning on my way down there. I was gonna detour by where Rob lives. Okay. And meet up with Rob, and um, and I'm thinking I'm gonna do it. Um, on the night, I'll, I'll be traveling down. I think on the Sunday, um, of the week before the um, uh, Spence Crawford. So it'll be next Sunday, not this Sunday coming, but the following yeah, Sunday. And right. uh, and I think I might try and be with Rob. I. As Rob's on the pod on the he's at Wexford, right? Yes, Wexford. So it's way over on the on the east. But I would, you know, so I would be going from the east to the west. But I have to call to meet someone else before Rob. So um, it would be near that side of the country. But uh, I haven't, I haven't, I need to finalise it with Rob. But um, I would be hoping to meet up with him while he's on the on the call on the Sunday night. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna run it by Steve. See what Steve says, but. Um, yeah, but mainly I'll, I'll catch up with all. But um, well, yeah. what Dominic? If I'm I'm due next year, I'm due a visit to my my family are from Palace Kemry, which is just kind of like uh, south of the river from Shannon, if that yes. makes sense. Like yes. so, just outside of Limerick and all that. But uh, but yeah, when I'm there next year, I'll give you a shout. It'd be good to to meet yes. us for for a bevy or two. Absolutely. So anyway, but gents, thank you so much for, for jumping on and chatting. It's been a, been very good. I've enjoyed it myself. I've I'm, I've gone from half a bottle of rum to less than a quarter of rum. It's been great. Um, again, thank you very much, and hopefully we will speak very soon. Take care. All the best. Thanks for joining in. Cheers. Cheers, Sports Social Podcast Network.